Hello, and welcome to another episode of Extra Innings with Max and Dad. I'm your host, Max, and today I'm here with my dad, Matt, the co-host. Hello again, everybody. And today we will be ta- um, keep talking about stuff in baseball history. We have some highlights things in baseball history that we want to talk about. Um, so yeah, actually, before we start, I would like to just say thank you to my mom who bought us a new microphone to record with. Woohoo! So you can hear us in even crisper, clearer sound. Yes. Um, so, what do you want to say? Yeah, so we're talk about, you know, we started last week talking about baseball history and This week we kind of thought about, you know, seven really kind of like key moments or key eras that that kind of defined the history of baseball. Yeah. And and Max, why don't we first introduce a little bit, but how did you, I mean, you were the one who thought about this topic of baseball history. You know, what is it? Is it because that you're just, I mean, you really kind of fallen in love with the game in these last few months and you want to learn more about it? Yeah. And... Yeah, I thought that was a really good thing because we were also kind of running out of ideas, but I love learning about baseball and all the cool things that have happened. So yeah, that's yeah. really fun. Well, it is America's national pastime. It's our oldest professional sport. So um, in, the, in baseball history, I mean, I, more so to me than any other sport, really, it's just, it's magical. It, it, it's been a, a binding force really yeah. for 150 plus years so um we we talked last week about one of my about like the first real transformational period the yeah 1830s through 1870s really you know you had alexander yeah. cartwright and others that set the rules the 90 feet bases 60 feet six inches from the mound of the plate Three strikes and you're out. You know, um, players start wearing gloves and playing the actual we're positions. Field, left field. Yeah, yeah. And you had people who first discovered, hey, as a second baseman, I don't need to stand on second base. I can oh, move yeah. over to the right. Uh, so you had people that started to really play the positions in the game that you see today. Uh huh. Um, and that, I mean, and that basically. Uh, clearly the game has evolved from then, yes. but that that is how the game that was defined there in the 18, mid-19th century is still the game of baseball that's played today. So yeah. that was our first big period. Yeah. And then in like, when, when was Babe Ruth alive? So Babe Ruth first started playing and... and uh, the the 1910s in that decade is when he uh, first started. He actually started as a pitcher for the Boston Red Sox. Oh right. The yep the the Boston Red Sox won the World Series in 1918. Oh yeah, and then couldn't play 2004. Yeah, and then they didn't win again until 2004. Wow. What became known as the curse of the Bambino because wow. so they won in 1918. Babe Ruth was a Pitcher and a hitter, first mm-hmm. starting to come into his own as a hitter, as a pitcher, and the Boston Red Sox traded him, their most popular player, to the New York Yankees, and they did not win again until 2004. So wow. Babe Ruth's nickname was the Great Bambino. 
Wow. One of his many nicknames. And so they, they called it the Curse of the Bambino. But Babe Ruth in the 1920s, that era is really kind of our second transformational time here. Oh, uh, yeah, where he kind of like says, hey, home runs are awesome, people. Yeah, he he hit, uh, he was the first per- player to really hit big home runs. He was this big, outgoing personality. He was the first real baseball hero, or if uh, first sports hero, really, that captured the imagination, not just of people in New York, but around the country, really. Yeah, the first person that every single person in America was like, oh yeah, Babe Ruth, you know? Yep, so that that he became, still in some ways, is one of the most famous athletes ever to play. Yeah. So... That, and then he started the Yankees dynasty and helped them win. What does a dynasty mean? So a dynasty is like a period of time, say over 10 years, where one team wins five, five World, World Series or something. Yeah, that oh. they're called a dynasty, a team that just wins and wins and wins and wins. That's hard to do. Yeah. I mean, today no team has repeated as World Series champions. Other than the Yankees. No, no, this century. Oh, oh. So the Yankees won three straight, 1998, 1999, 2000. No team has won back-to-back since then. Wow. The closest, really, there's been to a dynasty was the San Francisco Giants. They won in 2010, 2012, 2014. Wow. So the Babe Ruth era was really... That's number two in our transformational times. Yeah. And then, then like, another time is, like, when Jackie Robinson first got accepted into, like, the Do- the Brooklyn Dodgers. That's yeah. What they, that's what they were called back then, right? Yep, the Brooklyn Dodgers. Cool. Now, yeah, 1947, so Jackie Robinson makes his debut, becomes the first black player in Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. And that really, I mean, that changed the game forever. It was... So long overdue. It should have happened. It should have happened from the moment there was a professional baseball team. Yeah. It really should have. Um, it should not have taken that long. And, and what Jackie Robinson had to face. We could do a whole episode, multiple episodes on Jackie Robinson. I mean, he yeah. he had to face insults and taunts and... and Everything. Yeah, and players throwing at him and trying to spike it. Just, and, and he... Never lost his cool. He did it and was a great player and paved the way for... So fast. So fast. He could hit. He could field. He was a great player, a great person. And because of his success, it paved the way for black players to, yes. to integrate into baseball, into Major League Baseball. Um, and then all Cubans after that, uh, Cuban-Americans, uh, um, all Every minority that has since come and played, uh, you know, now today's game. You look at the, the look at the, your hometown Minnesota Twins, yeah. for example. They've got players from the 2020 Twins. Uh, had players from Puerto Rico, from wow. the Dominican Republic, from wow. Venezuela, from Japan, wow. all over. And really, none of that would have been possible without Jackie Robinson. So, yeah. that Jackie Robinson allowing. It to be truly become a, a national pastime because everybody in the country could play, and then grew it into the 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 international sport that baseball is. That's yeah. That's our third transformational 
time. And what's the next one? So the next one, 1958, um, when the New York Giants Um, and the Brooklyn Dodgers... Who were still rivals even back then. Well, yeah, they were even bigger rivals back then, both Ah. being in New York. So through through the 1957 season, the farthest west that baseball was... Major League Baseball has played with St. Louis. Oh, uh, yeah. And so, you think about, think about Major League Baseball today. Uh-huh. All across America. All across America. Um, and into Canada. Oh, yeah. You know? There's the it's Canada Blue Jays. Toronto. Toronto. Yes. I still can't believe... That's crazy that Canada only has one Major League team. Yeah, they used to have two. Oh. They used to have the Montreal Expos, who actually were first, and then the Toronto Blue Jays. Then the Montreal Expos moved to Washington. Oh, nice. Um, but before, I mean, it was 1957, and part of that was was travel. Baseball teams traveled by train. Oh, yeah. More than flying. It was a lot, and just the, the entire, most of the country began and was formed in the East, but by, oh. the, by the mid-1900s, I mean... California was thriving. The whole country was thriving. So California had its gold, famous gold rush. That was in the 1800s. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's okay. I, I had no idea when it was. I thought it was in the 1900s. No, nope, that was in the 1800s. Oh. Oh, oh yeah, I knew that now. Um, so you had baseball in order for baseball to become what it is today. Yeah. They needed to move west. And the Giants and Dodgers... It broke hearts in New York and in Brooklyn, yeah. but they they moved and in 1958 began play as the San Francisco Giants and the Los Angeles Dodgers. Oh yeah. And so that's paved the way. By 1961 season, there was the then the California Angels joined. Oh yeah. By the by later in the 19th. 19- Oakland Athletics. Yep. By the late 1960s, and you had the Oakland Athletics, the Seattle Pilots, who then moved, and then later they got the Seattle Mariners, but it's paved the way for baseball to grow. Cool. Yeah. And then another transformational time um, in the 1970s. Yeah, the 1970s. There was a player named Kurt Flood from the St. Louis Cardinals, and, and he basically led a lawsuit to... Make to allow players the the freedom to move. You know, last episode we talked about how players, once they were signed by whatever team, the Yankees or the Brooklyn Dodgers, they couldn't. Or the Minnesota Twins. Or the Minnesota Twins, they couldn't leave. They they weren't free agents. They were with that Um, team until they got traded or released. Yeah. Um. Well, and that actually was protected by Congress for a while. What? Yeah, wow. anti antitrust laws and this whole thing. But there was a player, Kurt Flood, from the St. Louis Cardinals, who challenged that and said players wow. should have the ability to choose where they work. Oh, yeah. So they didn't exactly say that for all players, but they said teams can say you become a free agent. Yeah, so, but, and that wasn't, yeah. So this player was like, we should be like any other citizen who can go to work where they, he or she chooses. Yeah. Baseball players should be able to do that, too. And he eventually won the case, and then in the 1975, 76 is when the first free agents were the first players who could say, okay, I am, my contract is up with this team, now whoever wants to pay me the most, or whatever team I, 
And then whatever team I want to go play for, that's what I'm going to go play for. So that also then completely changed the game. Yeah. And then what about, what's in, oh, 1900, 1990s through like the 2010, there was a lot of homers, right? Yes. So that, Home runs. yep, our, our sixth kind of transformational time was uh, up until that point, especially the, I mean, the, the 1980s was, was more of a speed game and, you know, uh, uh, their baseball was played differently. Even when I yeah. first became a fan, there was uh, the the game was played differently. In, in the nineteen nineties into two thousands, there was an explosion of home runs. Wow. Um, that became home runs really became the thing that all hitters like. Yeah, people built their teams around home runs, and uh, there was uh, yeah, and unfortunately this. There was around the time, and you don't really know much about this yet, but around the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s, there was a lot of players doing what's called steroids, a bad drug for you. It's a, oh. That helped you get bigger and stronger and, and hit more home runs. And um, Some people didn't know about it. Some people did and turned turn another way because it was fun to watch these people hitting just homers all the time. Wow. And what, what, did that drug ever become, like, illegal? Yeah, it's illegal, and, and there's players like Barry Bonds, who has the all-time home run record and the single-season home run record, who was accused of, of taking it and may never be in the Baseball Hall of Fame because of it. Wow. Did, yeah. Did, has, has they, do they ever, do they still, do they have, like, actual proof that he took it? They don't have... Proof for Barry, he never failed a test. There's a, but there's the suspicions are very high, and there's a lot of other players who did fail tests. About a few, like 2004, 2005, they began to outlaw it. it. Became known that a lot of people were taking it, so it became against the rules. Oh, did did like the president sign a law against it? No, the, no, the commissioner of baseball said this is um, a, something you can't do. Who's who's the commissioner of baseball? And then it was Bud Selig. Now it's a guy named Rob I Manfred. I mean, like, what's, what does the commissioner of baseball He's do? He's kind of the president of baseball. Oh, like the run who kind of runs Major League? Yep, he, he runs Major League, helps set the rules, he helps organize the entire game. Oh, has there been a, um, a woman There has coach? not, sadly. Oh, come on. I know. At least we have a woman vice president. We have a woman vice president, which is awesome. And we have Kim Eng from the Miami Marlins, who just a month and a half ago or so got hired as the first female general manager for any of the four professional sports. Awesome. So the general manager is is the person who makes all the trades and the free agent signing and, and is in charge of putting the team together. Awesome. I thought you were going to say that she got signed for a team, and I was like, yeah. Well, hopefully that will co- hopefully that'll be down the road. Yes, but this is she is now in charge of putting together the Miami Marlins team, which is awesome and long, long overdue. Yeah. And is that our... So that, that's, that's our six really kind of defined transformational times. The, the mid-19th century, 1830s, 1870s, when the game was formed, the rules were set... Yeah. Equipment started to become, I mean, people started to manufacture bats and balls and gloves oh, yeah. and all that. 
Um, the 1920s when Major League Baseball was established, but then Babe Ruth and the home run. And, and actually, I should say for that, too, in 1919, there was a cheating scandal with the what? Chicago White Sox where... Oh, yeah. I think you and I talked about that, where some of their players were approached by gamblers and said, hey, if you lose games on purpose, what? we're going to pay you money. Oh. And so they did. And there's this huge scandal and it threatened to ruin baseball. But I wonder why those gamblers even did that. Because that's like giving people free money just like seeing a team will lose. Well, the Chicago White Sox were supposed to cream the Cincinnati Reds in the World Series. Oh. They were so much better. They had all these players who could have been Hall of Famers. They were supposed to really... And so the gamblers knew if they bet on the Reds, they would make a lot of money. Because oh. they had odds. And so they basically convince these other players to throw the games, lose on purpose. So those players got kicked out of baseball for life. The baseball's reeling, and Babe Ruth, this big, smiling, happy guy who loved playing and hit home runs and all that, he helped. Not only did he help revolutionize the way baseball is played, but helped save the game and again became the first real hero in sports. Yeah. Um, Had there ever been any other hero, not only in baseball, but like in football or soccer or basketball or well, hockey? Well, no, ba- basketball didn't exist yet. Oh! Uh, in the way, I mean, people were... In the professional way it yeah, is today. Yeah, not even not even close. People didn't even really play college basketball then. Oh. Football was in its really early stages. Um, and the NFL... NFL began in 1919. Um, um, Major League Baseball had a 50-year head <laughs> start on, wow. on the NFL. And now football is more popular, basically. Uh, now, now you can make an argument. You can make an argument. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, so Babe Ruth in the 1920s, then Jackie Robinson in the ni- 1947, and paving the way for um, black players, and then all players from all... Um, all walks of life, uh, all yeah. minority players. 1958, the game first became a national game with the Giants and Dodgers yeah. moving to California. 1970s, the free agency. Uh, 1990s and into the 2010s, explosion of homers. Oh, yeah. So that's six. And then maybe now that the jury's still out on whether or not we're seeing right now, it's called the analytics era. Which... What 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 is what? Is... So you watch a game now and you see what you remember what it's called when like you have all the infielders on one side of second base or one oh, side right. of yeah the shift the shift that never that was never part of the game when I started when I was your age oh. it's so it's this thing it's called analytics they have all these computer models now on all this data as computers have gotten smarter and people have realized all the the different ways you can analyze a game and figure out, hey, so-and-so oh. is going to hit the ball over here. Let's move everybody here. So-and-so. I know a so-and-so. He's my best friend. So-and-so. Good old so-and-so. Good old so-and-so. Um, so, and, like, people don't sacrifice bunt anymore because of the analytics show you shouldn't give away an out. Oh. Stolen bases. There's people don't steal anymore. It used to be, like, your batting order, the leadoff guy was fast. Didn't oh. hit any home runs, but was fast and stole bases. Now your leadoff guy is supposed to hit home runs. Yeah, your leadoff guy is either, like, the home run guy or a guy you just want to get rid of, like, say. 
Uh, your number two batter was supposed to be good back control. Now he's supposed to hit home runs. Oh. Uh, so everybody... Number three, number three and four, five, six are like the ones that have always stayed. Like these are the yep. best home run hitters. Yep. Like the and ones that's, that that's are... still the case, yeah. Yeah. But now everybody, they say so much of games now are three true outcomes, either a strikeout, a walk, or a home run. Everybody's trying to hit home runs. They've tailored their swing. There's things called launch angle to mm. try to swing. to get the And, and pitching-wise, it's all about spin rate and all these different things. So uh, the analytics have changed the way baseball is played. Mm. And what remains to be seen is, is this just kind of another shift in how baseball is played, or is this really something like, that 20 years from now we're going to look back and say this was an absolute transformational yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, so that kind of covers most of the history of baseball, right? Yeah, that's that's kind of your history of baseball in a nutshell. Yeah. All Not right. like all of it. We no. would have to do like 10 hours worth of episodes Absolutely. to cover. But these are like the highlights. Yeah. I know you were interested, you originally wanted to ask me about how the, the playoffs and World Series and stuff evolved, didn't you? Yeah, so wasn't it like the best player in, na- the best team in National, the best record or something in the National League and then the best record in the American League just played each other in a... Yeah, so from 1903, the first World Series, through 1968, there were no divisions... And no playoffs. It just was, there were 16 teams, eight in the National League, eight in the American League. Imagine if they had, like, nine nine in the National League and seven in the American League. I wonder how that would work. I don't know. It would be weird. It would be weird, but they divided up evenly, eight and eight, and so they played their... For a while, 154-game season, and then it got bumped up to 162, and then at the end of that... Whatever team had the best record from the National League was mm-hmm. the National League champions. Whatever team had the best record from the American League was the American League champions. The pennant. Mm-hmm. They won the pennant. And then they would play in the World Series. Oh, cool. Um, how did they... Did, one more thing. How did yeah. they... When did they decide we should have 162 games in a major league season? Like, when was that, like, fully established, never changed... You know what? I forget the the first year of 162. For a long time, they played 154. Oh, well, I wonder why that was. Like, r- completely, almost completely random numbers. 154, 162. Yeah. It just, it's 97. The, yeah, who knows? I don't know how it first came about, but it's, it's just been... I feel like it would be, I feel like it, it would be more exact, like 160 or 155 or 150. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those magical numbers in baseball, 162. Yeah. And it, I mean, it aligns well. You're, you could play then your full season from, you start in the spring, you go through the summer, you end in the fall. And oh, 162 yeah. games lets you do that. Yeah, not this year though. Not 60 this year, games. 60, but hopefully in 2021 we'll get back to that. Yeah, we can't have another year of 60 games of baseball. No, that was that felt weird. And never going weird. to the stadiums. Actually, some stadiums did let you. No, not this year. Not until the not until the league championship series and oh, the World right, Series. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. anyway, yeah. So, uh, back real quick, we'll wrap up the playoffs thing. So, from 1968, they're just the National League winner and the American League winner. Yeah. Now, if you were tied, if you had two teams tied, uh-huh. 
those teams would play like a three-game series. Oh. Um, but then in the 1960s, baseball expanded. New York Mets, California Angels, Kansas City Royals, Oakland A's, Seattle Pilots, Montreal Expo, et cetera, et cetera. So you had enough oh. teams that in 1969, they split into divisions. Two divisions per league, a West Division and an East Division in the National League, West and East in the American League. And so the two division winners would play in the league championship series, and then um, that winner would go to the World Series. And today we have, like, three... Yep, so today it started in 1994, the wild card era, oh. where they added more teams to the playoffs. Baseball expanded again. So now you have... I mean, it's gone from no playoffs at all, just a pennant winner in each, team, each league go to the World Series, to... Two teams make the playoffs in each league to now you have, let's not count 2020 because 2020 is weird. In a normal year, you have... Um, the wild cards, and then the winner of that plays, like, the worst of your three divisions. Yep. And then the other two, the best... No, the, the wild card winner plays the best. Oh, the wild card winner yep. plays the best, and the second and third place winners play each other. Yep. And then you go and... And then the winners... Of that, going to the championships and then the World Series, same on the other side. Yep, that's right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, one more... Oh, no, I forgot. Duh. Oh, no. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening to Extra Innings with Max and Dad, and see you on our next episode. But until then, play, play ball! ball!